Hello, and you are welcome to a very, very special edition of the RF podcast. It's gone digital. We're parked up the satellite cruiser. I'm sitting here in the back of it, and I am joined with Ron and Kenny and Endemac, the two usual suspects. Uh, it's the 19th of October. It's uh, in the middle of a of a, a very, very, very precarious moment for football fans around the country as the government are in meeting as we speak to discuss bringing the country to level five and is the GEA going to happen so lads I'm sure you're as worried as I am um, the inter-county scene is upon us but is it going to be here for much longer? Uh, from what I'm hearing on the news there it looks like it's a catch I don't know it's good. They're, they're putting it back on the GEA themselves I think to, in the, as you said before we came on just regarding- you just took my line yeah but uh, I did, you did. But that's what they're doing. So there's big decisions to be made in the next... By the time we go off in the next hour, we could be here for two hours with so much to talk about. But by the time we go offline, uh, we may know... I'll keep one eye on the, on the internet here, as the man said. Same myself, yeah. And uh, are we going to... Uh, are we going to see Tyrone play Mayo at the weekend? We're not going to see it live anyway by the looks of it either. Yeah, there's ways around that with GA go, ref. But I think it'll go ahead, yeah. I, th- <laughs> I, I think that the uh, government, for the, the mental health of the nation, uh, it'll shorten the winter if they let the football go ahead. So I'd say they'll let it go. They'll have to backtrack on Leo's comments of the last week. It's a tough spot for them if they leave it to the GA as well, isn't it? Like, they're they're they have to make that call if they do have to make that call it's a serious um, it's, a, it's a lot of pressure on them but hopefully hopefully if things are done right and things are done right and we get um, we get the next weekend out of the way hopefully the numbers start come down if the country is in lockdown but Jesus Christ above it's it's not positive, a good position positive really. vibes only here Shane this evening positive yeah. this is the most, do you know the score from yesterday Shane no, that's why I rang you. This is going to be the most positive Mayo football podcast you're ever going to get. It's going to blow every other positive one out there. And uh, we're going to start it with, of course, yesterday. The fact that Mayo conceded 17 points. 17 points, and we're thinking they're going to win the All-Ireland. So, are we going to win the All-Ireland? Jesus <laughs> uh, was a savage form, so in fairness. You know, I think we're all on a bit of a high after watching it. Um, some class debut, one of the great debut that everybody knows about. A couple of other great performances, old, young players still missing to come back. So we have to be on a bit of a high about it, don't we? Yeah. I can see him. He, he's there's a bit of positivity in there somewhere after the weekend. He'll still find faults, but I'm, I'm sure he's quietly confident going into <laughs> the championship. If we go into championship, Ender, what do you reckon? Um, you know my opinion on this match. I told you six weeks ago, Ref. Yeah. Uh, I, I felt that God would take a poll. The Joyce wouldn't want to win a league. Uh, it'd be extra pressure on Galway going into the Connacht final. Hopefully, if we make it that far. Uh, he made nine changes from the league match. Some of them were forced, but some of them weren't. You'd have to be impressed with the way Mayo played, but I think they were against non-triers. Galway looked like a team, all right, in fairness. They just, uh, I think it was, was it Frank Kearney was on a half-time on Midwest about, he said, there's absolutely no leaders out in that field. 
Um, I thought Galway just were so flat and so open. Yeah, I wouldn't um, call them non-triers. I think that's a bit harsh. It's just that there was the more or less their second string to a certain degree that weren't good enough for Mayo's first string. I wouldn't say they were non-triers, so to speak, but we just were better. And we well, who were the who were they missing? The, Johnny Duane and Comer went off injured. The yeah. the goalkeeper had a howler. Mulcairns, Mulcairns, the fullback was missing. Uh, Sean Kelly was missing. The curve yeah. wing back. Um, yeah. Um, Malloy. What's his name? Malloy. Yeah. Shane Walsh. Yeah, yeah. They're missing Shane all the Carfins. Missing. missing Steed in the middle of the field if he plays them. I think he should. They're missing Shane Welch. Lo, we, we, better, we better throw his name into the mix there. You know, they're missing a lot of players. Yeah. yeah. It, when you look at it like that as well, it's, it's, it's a completely different um, kettle of fish. Yeah, and the thing about the leader thing, Conroy left inside, should he have been brought out maybe to try and win a few balls around the middle or try and put some bit of a schmock on them. Like, because Galway were still in that game. I thought they were still in that game up to 10 minutes for the for the second half until Mayo pulled away and got the 1-7. They were tit yeah, for yeah. chat. They were getting scores. Yeah, they were within 4-5 or five and they shouldn't have been. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't know how they were, but they were... Because Mayo's conversion rate was awful high as well. But at the well, same time, and me and Indy, I think we just said it there before we came on, while everything is positive and great, our inside full-back line, I thought, were under a small bit of pressure. Every time the ball came forward, they were second, they were second to, to most balls. It was like a conscious decision. They were letting them win it and then standing them up rather than going hard for that first ball. I think I can understand David McBride as a, as a debutant, so to speak. I, just, he's, he, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be a Mayo player for a long time. But I didn't think he had a great game on the day. But that's all right, because everyone else did. You don't need everybody playing well every day. But um, I just it, think to it, let him he would mark and win it first and then stand them up, rather than just go first for that hard ball. And I think he'll learn a lot from that, from the 45, 50 minutes he played. You know? Yeah, is it, is, it the fact, is it the fact, though, as well, that Mayo were so hell-bent on going forward and attacking that you're going to put pressure on your backs playing like that as well? Like, everyone was bombing forward. It was... It was a completely different team performance from earlier on this year in the league. They were a lot more direct. There was a lot of cut to them. Uh, Colin Trainer has a Twitter account. He's an analyst in the north. I think he's from Armagh. Uh, he had a great stat up about Oshin Mullen. How he was it carried the ball four times during the first half yeah. uh, across the forty-five yard line. And Mayo scored one-one from them four possessions. He was um, he was just absolute like he is a train when he gets going. It's class to see. It's such it's so refreshing to see lads like that. When you when you factor in now, you've when McLaughlin gets in full stride, there's not many that can keep with him. Oshin Mullen, Paddy Durkin, you have three lads there now, and Keegan in the full back line. I think Keegan is probably going to end up being a corner back or a full back or a man mark anymore. I think the days of Keegan bombing forward are coming to an end. Yeah, his body language told me that he wasn't loving his role back there, though. You know, I didn't think he did a great game. He's fine, and he will be fine come the big day. But something tells me that he just wasn't delighted back there. I see him at six. Holding yeah, well, if you're if you're if you've made a career and made a name out of bombing forward and getting scores, I'm sure it's not nice to be told to sit back and watch that man, and that's it. Now, if the if the opportunity opens up, I think he got he, he did he get a point? No. No, I don't think he even broke the line. I don't think he broke. He got a shot. Side. Did he? I think he got one shot on. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it was um it was serious. Serious performance. Goal that Joyce wasn't happy. It was a fair statement to the players after the game and in the interviews he had. He said it was the worst performance he's seen in forty three years for Galway. That's a fair indictment to the players. I'm sure now they won't be 
they'd be shocked, I suppose, of coming off that field. A lot of them were. That game was over at half time. Yeah. You're on about Mullins there breaking out defence. There was a clip there and he just kept powering on, kept powering on, kept powering on. And eventually he did get on the end of it. But it reminded me actually of a clip that was from the county final where your man was a Kieran King or Sadler, one of them, did the same thing for Matt Moore. He just kept powering on, kept powering on, and had faith that he'd eventually get from the end of it. And that takes huge appetite and hunger to do that. But Jesus, oh, you gotta. Some, he's got some drive and he's got some athleticism. That poor, what's his name, that he was marking from Carfin? Um, Ian Bork. Ian Bork. He, <laughs> he must have been fed up after fucking time. <laughs> fed up thinking, is this it now? Yeah. Mr. Burke, he did yeah, there was one game a little bit, but go on in, sorry. Yeah, there was one run, it was three points to one. Uh, Clark took a quick, out, uh, quick kick out to him. And he picked the ball about 30 yards from his own goal. And he ran 80 yards and had a shot. He went wide, but he wasn't touched. Yeah. Like, it's not yeah. going to happen in the Connacht final. There well, wasn't a hand laid on him. It's never going to happen yards. again. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, trainer again, I'm going back to these because there's a couple of tweets there about it. And he showed, the, I think I retweeted it uh, yesterday. He showed where all Mayo's shots were in the match. I think there was 21 shots or some mental thing like that. There was the majority of Mayo shots were all around the D. Yeah, twenty two meters or something. Yeah. yeah, they were all very close. That's another point as well. They're, they were the closest of the all the games that were analysed the weekend. Their shots on average were the closest to the goal. So that just shows you there was no one putting a finger on any of them Mayo lads coming through. Like they were walking in in for them shots. That's going to that's going to worry Joyce too. Yeah. Because he didn't, even if he had, was at full strength, his strong, it's not his back six that he's going, that he's building a platform on their uh, poor choice or anything. You know, they don't have ma- ma- massive defenders to come back into it. They have a few good attacking options. Poor old Sean Andy had a, had a, <laughs> he's a nightmare of a game. And he looked so angry about it all then as well. And the further the game went in, the thicker he got about it. And when he was trying to outmuscle O'Shea, and I just don't think he can. I don't think that's that's the way to try and play Aidan O'Shea is to try belting him and trying to overpower him. You won't. You just won't do it. But what, um, do, you, what do you think about him inside, O'Shea? Is he the man for inside? Leave him in there? I think with the, with the mark, I'd leave him in there. But but I do think Conor Loftus is not the man for the middle of the field come championship. Like against Brian Fenton or, or an old Congila from Dublin, he's going to be out-muscled. Uh, yeah. If he's not good enough to make it in the forwards, I don't think he should be on the team personally. Even though he played fine yesterday, but everyone was good yesterday. So, mm. it, or most of them were very good yesterday. There's a couple yeah. of them probably. Fionn mightn't be that happy with his performance. Lee Keegan mightn't be that happy, but uh, there was no one bad. But put it this way, I think we're. I, I agree with you, by the way. I think it's the one maybe line of the field that we're short of options in terms of backup, like. Parsons is picked up another knock don't know how good or how bad he is Mikey Murray I think is off the squad we're going with Aiden inside we're going with Stephen Cohen isn't the answer at 8 or 9 he did fine at 6 you know is McLaughlin worth thrown into the middle of the field I don't know but I just think it's one place where we are slightly short of a bit of depth because I don't want Jeremy midfield. I love Jeremy the 10 or 12 and not many are talking about Jeremy after yesterday I think Jeremy did fine he just bundled his way through work um, Fiona McDonough likewise not a midfielder 10 or 12 I think there are two half forwards I just I think it's the one line that we might be slightly sure to cover when you're looking at Finton and he's the one I always look at you know when you're yeah. looking at someone to go toe to toe with him above him the planes to throw apart for 70 minutes 
I don't. Well, like that was yeah. Ruan McDonough and O'Connor's first league game this year. Yeah, I'd be right. I'd be right in saying that. And it was the first time as well that I can remember that none of the 06 team. That was a great point you made. Yeah. Yeah, like I surprised no one else picked up on it, but it's a massive moment for a squad when you have a core group of players that has been the team basically for so long that none of them were involved. And I know the lockdown with... Yeah. Probably he wanted to try a few newer, younger lads again. And uh, he's... Look, at he's, he's 35 players using this league campaign horn. So there's no one can, can question him about not trying different fellas. Um, mm-hmm. He's really pushed the boat out in terms of trying different fl- lads as well. And... um. It but just like, like I think I think Loftus will start again next month. I I don't think that team can change. I'm better. Yeah, it's very hard to change that team. Like even if it was against the so-called Galway B team. I, well, I think I think the way the way things are going now, he will try and play a couple of older fellas. I'm sure the older lads are are were watching that, thinking shit. Like we better. I've got to uh, get 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 it, get my chance and take it now. The way things have gone. So, you're looking at. Um, Probably a few of the older lads will play against Tyrone. They need the physicality. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think so. I don't think so. You don't think they'll play the older who do you, who do you, who do you mean? I think Barrett. Kevin McLaughlin, if he's Kevin played. McLaughlin, yeah. Kevin McLaughlin, yeah, Number fine. Six. I wouldn't. Yeah, fine. Kevin McLaughlin. I don't think anyone else. I don't think Barrett. I don't. I don't think Higgins. I don't think Seamus. Doyle. I don't think Vaughan. No, I think go with this. Go with this. Start not start again, but. Yeah. Well, it's just that they they they'll want minutes. Horn will want to give them minutes too. You're not; they're not going to be happy sitting on the bench now. Mm. You're going to have to try and keep everyone happy in the team. It's all right playing the young lads, but you need to turn turn around and rely on these guys as well. These books have done it as well. Plus, you have the fact that the Leitrim game, you can play the younger lads again against Leitrim, and you've everyone has got a few minutes into the leg of competitive football, mm. and you're but coming this- into the Roscommon game a lot better. Yeah, this is a must-win game, though. I'd start. I'd start with the the, the team that's informing this after dessert. Back, I'd start them, and of, of course, it's still a must-win. Like it's not like it's going yeah. to be a meaning meaningless hour of football against Tyrone. It's a big game, you know. A draw, a draw will screw us. Mm. It's worrying. You know, Tyrone could, if they're within a couple of points, that they'd be happy with the draw. They'll sit back and block it up on us, and it could kill us. I think, you know, like the likes of Mark Moran is a Mark man now. Yeah, he's he's going to uh, he's going to have a target in his back now, and the Tyrone lads will love they love that. It's going to be it won't be as easy for him. He came in under the radar there. Um, he had a okay under twenty campaign, so he was and he wasn't. I checked up on the minor. I don't think I don't think he came on against Galway. I don't think he he started for back in in seventeen, mm. um, or was it eighteen? Um, but he's going to be a mart man now. Things are, you know, we're not going to get that hop like we were before. Tyrone are going to be ex- expected. The only thing that we have an advantage is the fact that Tyrone are playing Donegal the week after. Hmm. What do you think, yeah, Ender? Mickey, Har- Mickey Hart cannot afford to be relegated. He's under severe pressure in Tyrone. But out of them I, teams, I, you could. Tyrone have been relegated before and they've came up, so they're. It's not like we have this big thing. The pressure we all seem to put on ourselves is we've been in Division One for so long. I don't, you know, there, is there is that pressure on Mickey Hart and Tyrone? There's huge pressure on Mickey Hart and Tyrone. Okay. There, there's a campaign to oust him in Tyrone, and it's hard to get rid of him. So they'll use it as a stick to beat him if he's relegated. Yeah. I, I think 
it's a dangerous match. Us coming off such a big win, them defeated against Donegal. People are expecting this new Mayo team to win in All Ireland. It's set up for the ambush. Yeah. I'm, I'm laughing at this new Mayo team to win in Ireland. Come on, Inda. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just looking at social media. I didn't say I was expecting it. Oh, for fuck's sake. I, I got carried away like a bollocks because... A little. Just, <laughs> a little, yeah. But it, look, it, it was... Uh, fuck it. We were months off it. Months waiting away from uh, watching football and from watching inter-county game and all of a sudden we got it and... We were doing well. We're entitled to get wound up and let ourselves go on a Saturday, Sunday. And it's get us away from thinking about the absolutely dreadful situation that the whole country is in anyway. <laughs> Look, if we won by two or three points, we'd still be thinking... Oh, oh any chance to get at yeah. the goal, boys. Yeah. Come on, it's, it's, it's part of the crack. Fucking yeah. hell, everyone that, want, everyone that watches football, you always want to beat the neighbours. And if you can get a chance to beat them, you make sure you let them know that you've bet them. Now, don't forget, like... There's been a, it's a funny old league. Like there's been like Galway put two two twenty five up against Tyrone at the start of the year. Donegal put two seventeen up against them yesterday. So like I don't think Tyrone deserves to be feared in any capacity. Even you talk about the oh how will these books survive against the blanket of the north and all this. Jesus, like it's not as if that they have a, a system up there in place that's, that's that we haven't seen before. That we haven't seen before. Granted, they, they, they held the dubs. They bet the dubs. They held the dubs to about one seven. You know, the dubs that was a atrocious evening. Was that one of the games yeah. before the lockdown? Yeah, I, I was. But they're, 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 if you look at the table, I don't even know what their points difference is. But it's it, it's it's worse than ours was. It's probably it's, yeah, it, it's awful hard though. To, it's it, we shouldn't read too much into the because it's so long ago them games as well. Like, but Tyrone are fucking dreadful to watch. It, no, people are going to listen to us thinking, oh, geez, we're going to hammer Tyrone. <laughs> not that. a chance. No, not no, a chance. No. But I'm just saying, I wouldn't be changing. Not contradicting you or anything, but I wouldn't be putting in a old box to try and see this out and fall over the line. I'd be going hell for leather at it like we did the last day. With yeah. And athleticism and power and pace and see what they're made of, you know. Clark it took and you 12 goal. minutes to course, ref. It was? It took you 12 minutes to get your first course in. Oh, <laughs> not bad. It's been quicker before. Sorry. Uh, the, one thing, the one thing I thought yesterday, the most positive thing was we had a kick-out strategy. Yes, I we had just a carry kick out from a couple of years ago where all the players bunched in the middle and we used our athleticism of Mullen, of Dorkin for the kick, quick kick out to the wing. 100%, yeah. Hallelujah. But 10 years that, on, we finally have a strategy. No, but in, I'm gonna, I, I, I agree with you. But Gawa were often naive. They just stayed mad. I know they were. They had to go in zonal and just fill in those pockets at 13 and 15. Sure, Clark wasn't aiming for anyone. He was aiming for the sideline and didn't run us to run out and get it. But like a smarter team would fucking make it busy for us. Tyrone are going to do that too. Like They've seen that now. We've all seen it. Uh, mm. That they bunch up and they go out and if you mark the space, it's a different story. Mm. But uh, it was the first time that we actually worked to help Clark on his kickouts. As in, there was a con- 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 an effort made to we know about Clark's kickouts. So he made that effort. The, the team was, you know, making it as easy as possible for him. And they were, you know, they were bunched up, but as well, they were bunched up very far away from the goal. They were nearly outside the 45 at times. Uh, yeah. I've never seen a, uh, such a amount of space in front of a, a keeper before. Yes, it suited it. I thought Clark was good. I can't fault him. One or I two wonder, kickouts. I wonder, have anyone any stats on how, how often we went short versus long? I'd say it was 80-20 short versus long. Yesterday, 
I can't remember well, anything. Well, like, it, the definition of a short kick-out changes because, like, there was the idea of the short kick-out, kicking it low to the right or low to the left, but it was, it was fucking 30 or 40 yards, like. Oh, it was such a sideline, yeah. It was, it was a, there was so much room for them. Yeah, I'm surprised that, uh, like, even the goal at sideline didn't pick up on that early on. I was looking at going, how are they not marking the space here? Yeah, just leave a man out there on his own. Yeah, and I know they were going mental. And the mob probably was a bit of body checking and stuff to get make sure that Mayo lads got that space. But yeah, but yeah, they were brilliant. Mayo were brilliant on the on the on the goal with kickouts. Well, the goal with goalie was terrible on the goal with kickouts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'd a howler, the poor man. Yeah. Even his even his technique for the Mark Moore and goal, he to put the leg out for it. Like it was like. It reminded me an awful lot the way he went to try and save it. If you ever have a match at training and you you might have you know nineteen or twenty one at training and there's always one left out, you always put one of the selectors in goal. And it reminded me the way he went out running trying to block that Mark Moran shot. It was like an old selector with a pair of Wellingtons on a bad <laughs> evening, just sticking the leg out, attempting to try and stop him. He played most of his football outfield for Dunmore, in fact. He he refused to play in goals for a few years, so it, it might tell. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he'll be in goal again. Mm. Like if but David Clare go through goalkeepers, don't they? Yeah, I'd be back with power now. There was just the goal of United fella. Whatever happened to him? There was a fella that used to play yeah. for Galway United in goal as well. He seems to be. I didn't hear anything about him. But if Clark was in goal for Galway, I think he would have saved that Mark Moran shot because he would have dived down and blocked the ball. And he also, if David Clark played for Galway, Connor Loftus would be in the hospital because when <laughs> Connor Loftus, when the, Moran put that ball over the top for Loftus, that keeper should have got the ball and took him out. Of it. Agree, disagree? No? Yes. Oh, agreed. Yeah. 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 I think they should have took him out of his misery and took him off, but maybe they had nothing to bring out. Yeah, it was a bad day for him. It didn't help things as well. I actually said to someone that was here, I said I wouldn't have mind Rory Byrne going in. The game was over for the last 15 minutes and just see how we got on. Give him a game. Give him a game, but it's Henley must Henley must have a knock. Must have a knock. I heard he's he wasn't fit anyway. Kevin McLaughlin the same way. Yeah. Um, what about Owen McLaughlin? Outstanding in the what? Outstanding, I thought. I I think he's a foul machine. Give away four frees in the first half. No, I don't he needs to. Okay. But that, there's a lot of coaching in that. Mm. He uh, he's a rough diamond. Going forward, he's brilliant. He's very unorthodox. You know, he looks awkward. He looks gammy on the ball, but he just he's he's a strong, powerful, mobile unit. You know, I thought he was good. When he's in full flight, there was I don't know who what, what goal the player was after him. It was in front of the camera on our side of the sideline uh, from watching it. Um, he was taken off, and he, he was getting, he was pulling away from his man with the ball. He has, once he gets into that full stride, I don't think there's many that can keep with him. That's the same with Mullen. Um, what about Mullen? We'll go through a couple of the players. We think about how they played. Mullen, I thought, was very good. He doesn't look like a twenty-year-old, twenty-one-year-old. He's he's a big boy. He's been filling out. Yeah. Um, I thought in the half back line, Ronan. I know. Um, no, I actually like him where he was because I, I, I like the day he marked Clifford. He's proven he can man mark someone as well. But I didn't think he had his finest day in that regard. But Mayo were so dominant around the middle, he just kept bombing. For him to keep bombing like that, we need to be dominating the ball. And a lot of games, I don't think we dominate the ball like we did that day. Like if we come up against Galway again in championship, even I don't think we'll dominate the ball like we did yesterday. So he, he won't get that license to fucking bomb and break lines. 
Um, and for him to really do that part, there's a fine balance. As good as he was and everything, I think it's a bit unrealistic to think that he's going to go out there and do that again. Yeah, but it takes away the corner forward every time. If if, if he's inside, if he's wing back, you, you don't feel the pinch maybe if we get turned over. He's tearing off like that. You're taking out a full forward or you're taking out a corner forward. It has to follow him. You're yeah. taking away from their goal all the time. Like a big part, I think, uh, why Mayo conceded so much as well is because they were going forward so much. But look at if you I score agree. more, if yeah. you score more, if you can keep scoring more, it's a ballsy tactic to it go is. all out like that. And if you can keep them points clipping over, like the Mayo had three wides in there for the match up to the end. Cohen had two. two. I think it was 19 out of 21 or something, a conversion or something. Something yeah. from play. Yeah, yeah. Half time that stacked them up. Yeah. Well, that half time ended in 1921. Yeah. That's mental, mental scoring. You're, you're, you're never going to get that lucky. The way you're talking into there, you're pressure. wing back in a half back then, would you? I, I play Mullen wing back and bring in Swanee. You need a bit of nastiness. Look at John Small with Dublin. You need someone that brings that nasty edge. In, bring in, in Swanee, I agree, but I would leave Mullen as well. I'd leave the two of them at my two and my four. I'd put, I'd, if you have key, if you have Keegan and Swanee, you have two of them in the full back line with nastiness. Yeah, they, kid, yeah. They kept Kevin McLaughlin at six, and Mullen and Paddy Dorkin. I, I'd actually put Paddy Dorkin to the middle of the field. Oh, pace no. out there to match the dogs. No, his timing is too good to come from behind the play. His timing is just he waits and he waits in a deep line position, and then he bombs. The risk is playing midfield. He'd be ahead of the ball too much. It's when he breaks from deep. And his time, how many times did he get on? He could have had another, he could have had, could have had a hat trick on the day. You know, he squandered one and he, his timing of the run, of when to join the attack and when to go and when not to go, it's just coming from deep. He's a, he's the finest, finest bit of stuff. I remember he was cornerback against Ken McMillan in an Ireland semi final or something for, and he had McMillan, exact same thing as Mullins does. He was just bombing at the right time. And Ken McMillan, like, was a danger at the time and he just, he spent his day chasing back after Eddie Durkin. Oh, I think Durkin is just the best wing back in the country at the moment. I wouldn't move him for, wouldn't move him for, for anything. To be honest, now. Moved him against Ryan McHugh last year. Worked brilliant. Yeah, yeah. You know he's what I mean? The horses he, he, for courses. You play Dublin and Croke Park. You need the legs out. That's where they have been catching us the last fifteen minutes every year. We run out of legs and they take over. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Keegan is more than likely resigning now to be a, ma- a man marker. Durkin has took over that mantle of being the key man for Bomb and Ford, but Mullen is coming too. So is McLaughlin. There's a different Mayo team. I think they have a different mindset for some reason since th- they played in the league. I thought they were ponderous at times in the league and some of the lads like Durkin were just running for the sake of it. They seem to be playing with their head up a lot more. They seem to be attacking a lot more. Like the contrast between Chiron and Mayo watching it. Chiron had the opportunity of breaking a tackle or moving forward. They'd turn around and lay it off. Mayo just went for it yesterday. I think that was a massive and when difference. Mayo couldn't, when Mayo couldn't break a line and, and more in particular, he was a mighty man to decide, right, there's nothing coming, no Paddy Durkin coming, no McLaughlin coming. I'm going to go in and I'm going to go put one in on the diagonal into Aiden. And he did four times. Now, Aiden missed time. Even that big jump everyone's talking about, Aiden balls that up, if you ask me. Like, yeah, he did. His timing was way off. But at the same time, it looks, it looks good. But, uh, was, was that a free, Ronan? I don't know, Ender. Do you know about that? Like, if he I, actually... think, I think it should be a free in because your man didn't jump. It was dangerous. That he didn't jump. Oh. No, that's, it's, it, because that's he didn't jump, Aiden fell over the top of him. I know, yeah, but like 
Can you, are you allowed to jump up on someone's shoulders like that in, in, in GA? No, uh, that's, that's a phrase near the yellow card. But the fact yeah. that he didn't jump, it was dangerous for Aiden. Yeah, but if Aiden didn't jump and took a step back, he would have won that ball. No, I'm not saying but no, it's a great ball, ball in on top of Aiden or anything like it from the throw in and bomb it in on a straight line kick that he's no chance of winning clean. I'm just uh, there's an option. Like I remember the day we did it against Roscommon in the kind of final and the game was over after eight minutes. What I mean, when the t- the, there, there is a time that when you're under pressure and you you just you know diagonal ball in in on top of them and something will something will come of it. One thing for sure is the fullback won't come out with it in his hands winning the clean. Do we stick O'Shea in there for the rest of the year? We do because if he if he was yes. groin injury like we thought he was, no, I'm not saying he was. But you hear all sorts, regardless of that. I would, 100%. Leave him in there. And you know what? Killian did all the donkey work for him too. And he a lot of unselfish work. Killian came out deep. Sometimes Aiden does that. You know, chases the ball carrier out or, and ends up in around the middle. And t- he done, he done a lot of donkey work, yeah. He did I a lot of that. donkey work, Killian, yesterday. And that allowed Aiden to stay in high up the field. And I think it suited him. You know, he was still going powerfully strong with 70 minutes played. He was still tackling hard high up. He's yeah, tackling her. Even he was laughing with Sean Andy there at some stage in seventy minutes on the clock. He just turned around and sprinted to the corner to tackle him because he was his, he was full of him. He was full of beans. You know, he's not clocking up the miles that he was. It's not the war of attrition for him that it was. That's his journey, if you ask me. So it's good and bad for us, basically. There's a lot of good points in Mayo, a lot of good positives. I think the overwhelming feeling was it's great to have it back. Things are going well. Uh, we're beating Galway. It's always a good day. So. Probably yeah, things to work on, but there's always going to be things to improve. Like we never looked as well either, literally. We never looked. <laughs> All of us. Ryan Welsh done his cause a lot of good yesterday. He, he, he did. Could have moved ahead. He could have had, moved ahead if you Um. Yeah. Yeah. He looked that way. He looked like he's actually. Like we haven't seen much from McDonough club championship wise as well. He hasn't been playing to his best potential. From the talk we got at the beginning of the year, he was absolutely flying. Um, we haven't seen much of it now, and uh, he's under pressure now in that spot. He's yeah. definitely under pressure, especially with Welsh coming in doing that, and, and 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 other players to come in too as well. McLaughlin has to come back in as well. Like he's still like, is he is Kevin McLaughlin able to play? It is an inter-county centre half back is to be seen yet. So it's a ballsy uh, move to put him in there, isn't it? I know, but I would. Well, he played. He played above in Sligo that day against Tony Goal at centre half back, and he didn't look out of place. I'd do it. I'd be throwing him into six. Yeah. How See do you know he didn't look out of place, ref? Because <laughs> 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 I don't know. That's what I heard. Yeah. Jesus. There's another man. Like, can we talk a few minutes, lads, just about players who didn't feature? You know, like we spoke about McLaughlin. Um, but James Carr is injured, is he? Or what's the story there? It's just, I don't know. I didn't hear really what's going on with Carr. It's just, is he is he motoring while they train, I suppose? Club Fergal, championship. Fergal Bowling is another man in and around the panel a long time and he's, he, didn't get a, he didn't get a crack at the whip in the train. Was he on the bench yesterday? He was. No, no. Did that not come out a few weeks ago that Fergal Bowling left the panel? Or am I dreaming that? You're he was playing there. against Johnny Goal. Oh, okay. I think yeah. Parsons dropped out of the panel the weeks end with an injury, and I think uh, Barrett came in for him. Barrett, yeah, I heard that. Barrett oh. replaced Parsons on the thing. Yeah. Uh, Keith Higgins um, didn't feature. He's but you know what you're getting? You, you want to keep
it's game two games in a week. You can't go playing the likes of them lads and expect them to play two full games. You want to get the most yeah. out of them. Um, a half. There's no point burning all the oil in one day. Keep keep these lads fresh when we need yeah, them. Historically, if you like, we started with teams and we brought in young lads who haven't quite been able to see it out. Are we flipping that on its head now all of a sudden? And are we starting with younger? And maybe we might have a few lads in behind with that bit of experience. Come on. We always have we always have a couple of young lads that seem to, to do well in the league. Like remember Adam Gallagher one one stage was going to be the next superstar. Ryan O'Donnell, who last year had a good uh, had a good introduction. Um so there's players there that like we always seem to give one or two lads a game. I don't think we've ever seen such a massive shift in like Aidan O'Shea and Lee Keegan now are the senior men in that team. Take Clark out of it. They're the yes. senior guys, like they were the young guys in that older team. These the guys now are like you know the, the go-to number one fellas that are on the team. So there is a big shift in that team, but um, it was always going to happen. They're talking about that team dying for the last ten years. So um, great Indo, to see it. Indo, what would you say about McLaughlin going into the middle of the field, in beside Matthew Rowan? Owen, no, no Kevin, no Kevin, Kevin. I, I, I go with him at six. I'd rather Paddy Dirk. And I think no. Lee Keegan against Roscommon in the championship a few years ago in the middle of the field and he destroyed them. He, uh, I yeah. think Paddy Dirk is a smart footballer. He'll time his runs. But uh, I, did, did, I did Paddy Dirk play against Dublin before midfield? Or am I imagining this? I don't know. I ask because I remember David Brady tweeted at the start of the year about McLaughlin midfield. I think I bit at the time and I was totally against it. And in hindsight, maybe I might have to put in my horns because maybe it mightn't be the worst idea in the world. You know, after him, just like the year he had in club football. But no, I'm with you in terms of firm at six, but I wouldn't be against the idea of seeing him line out beside Matthew Rowan because at this stage, I think it is Matthew plus who for the middle. Well, yeah, you have to I give Loftus another twist now again, in fairness, because he didn't do, yeah. do himself do anything. Yeah. But the one trend. We're talking about it all year, ref in the podcast. It's the year the young player, older players in the club championship. And even now, this weekend, if you look through all the counties, they're all bringing in the young players. Yeah. Hard for the older players who've been around for 10 years to keep up the levels of fitness that they've yeah. had over that period. And it looks, if you, if you go through every county team this weekend, they're all introducing the younger players. Well, it's probably because they have only two weeks to three weeks to championship. They probably go, well, you know, a lot of these 20 year olds have had six months of conditioning and growing, and they're probably going, these lads are probably ready. We're going to see if we, because we need a bench. We need to know, especially with the way things are with, with COVID 19, and you can have lads with close contacts and so on. Their their panels are going to be needed more than ever, I think. You know, it's all about. I think who if the championship does go ahead, I'm going to check the phone in a minute and see. But if the championship does go ahead, it's whoever can keep their contacts down to a minimum, no cases, not have any worry about that. It's going to be a massive help. And throwing a couple of young lads, all of a sudden you have um, you have a panel, a massive panel, and it's going to be needed. Uh, it's interesting to see the little boxes Mayo had. I don't see anyone else with them. We're we're mm. we're one nil. Uh, we're ahead on on. Uh, in, in, in innovative ways of uh, keeping all your gear together I thought it was a good one yeah just uh, so you're on about their conditioning that one moment that stands out for me it's only after coming to my head there now is when Tommy Connery was running up the sideline after 60 odd minutes um, and um, 
he, he, the Galway midfielder was chasing him down hard, and he he just you know he he, he held him off and he kind of shouldered him down to the ground and kept carrying. Now he fucking gave the ball away. Then Daft, he, he lost it. <laughs> yeah, doing all the hard work. He did all the hard work, and I was disgusted for him um, that he didn't just see it out then. Okay, a couple of questions. Will we get to the questions on Twitter? Yep. Okay, well, we'll start at the bottom. What weight was the trophy that Mayo lifted yesterday? <laughs> Brian Morgan Jr. Um, we'll leave that one, I suppose, unless anyone wants to comment on it. <laughs> With, the emer- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the emergence of Mullen Morn and O'Hora, are we looking at sponsorship naming rights from McHale Park with Vidal Sassoon or L'Oreal McHale Park? We leave that one to uh, end. Rodan, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's your hair I'm looking at. You're, you're sporting a man bun over there since I seen the last. I love it. I love it. None of us have hair, so not much of it anyway, so we can't say anything. Uh, Maliki, was the goalkeeper an employer of Supermax in Ballandine? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a customer. You might have been a customer. Will the new boys like Conroy and Moran have the phys- physicality for a Northern blanket defence? Good I've question. Arrow, we've had a go at that. I think the we f- have, yeah. I think they manage, but more asked that yesterday on Twitter. Did you? It just shows how much I look at your tweets. Um, <laughs> I've been muted. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> update, updating players that didn't feature yesterday. Who's available? Who's injured? Dropped, etc. Um, yeah, we went through a few of them there. We did. Mikhail is in the squad. I'm sorry yeah. to see, um, I blow the chair some trumpet. I'm sorry not to see Paul Tawi in the 26. It would have been a nice environment to go into there with 20 fucking points up and try and kick a point or two. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I suppose with Mark Moore in there now and Conroy, his, uh, you know, he can't yeah, go yeah. playing all the yeah. kids. Yeah. And based um, on Championship Ronan, he probably is a bit behind Conroy and Mark Moore. Going on, yeah, I agree with you completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, going to be tough to, it's going to be tough for someone like Paul Tawi to force his way into that team now. No, but it's the 26. I just, I just thought it would be nice to get him in there. Yeah. Um, who else is it? So, so, I think Henley had a knock. Kevin McLaughlin was injured. Jerk Hanning said on... on um, I'd, like to know more about James, I'd like to know, hear more about James Carr as well because it's only 12 months or 18 months since he was the next big white hope. He's, he's, he's training away with them. He's not... I don't think he's injured. It's just not working out for him at the moment, I don't think. Yeah. Um... Who else is available? Dropped, etc. Mikey, Mikey Murray and Kieran Tracy are gone from the squad at the from what I gather. And um, any not yeah, more lads in there? The one not more lad. Darren McHale. Aidan Orm was asked in, but um, turned it down, I believe. Um, and I think that's really it. There's been no major. Donald Vaughan. I don't think he is. I think he's still injured. He had an awful injury, apparently. I don't know, is he still in the squad or not? But he's, he's, uh, I don't think he's near that team now at the moment. So it's near enough the same team, but he brought in an awful lot to begin the year, in fairness to him. So, um, like I said to you already, I'm just looking at the spreadsheet I have here. It's 35 players they've used altogether so far this year, which is absolutely huge. McCormick is there as well. He's injured. Plunkett was on the bench. Uh, oh, no, Donahue. What's the story? Is he... I haven't I forgot about him completely. He seemed to gone off the boil altogether. Um, so he's a good old panel. In fairness, he was playing. He played. He was playing FB, or FBD for New when go. You know, yeah. He never seemed to have got a, a chance. A panel this year got a chance. Yeah. yeah. 
What do you make of Mark Moran's TikToks? This is uh, this one's for you, you Inda. That's for you, Inda. <laughs> I on TikTok, Inda. I, I can say safely say I never seen a TikTok in my life. <laughs> only only the sweets. <laughs> TikTok, I see. TikTok. TikTok. Oh, there are TikToks there. you'd have to comment. Uh, I seen them before. I was I I was well aware of them before he made the step up to senior. I don't get them. I watch them. I don't get them. <laughs> no, either do I. It's just our age. We don't get that choice. I'm sure it's funny. I'm sure if people, if he's about eighteen thousand followers on TikTok, I'm sure he's doing something right. One of his videos. That's Spilano's follower. One by one million hits on one of the videos, and I didn't get it. <laughs> he has. Yeah. Fuck off. Are you serious? I yeah. didn't. I yeah. have to look that up this evening again. So I, I thought he got rid of a lot of them, or so he got. Yeah, he's only, yeah, he's only a few. I went on it last night. When Pascal said he's a cool cat, I said I better have a look at this guy. So, yeah, it's me too. I went back again. I was like, Jesus Christ! If Spillane is on about TikToks now, it, it, this has to be worth a look. But um, look at he's his own. His, he's he's his own self. He's his own person. As long as he's kicking that fucking ball over the bar, he can do what he wants on TikTok. Exactly. Yeah. But the one warning you would have is with something like that, if things go wrong, people start pointing to it and it's the usual bollocks. And I know it makes no difference performance or whatever, but it's just one of those things. And that's why I think a lot of inter-county players just don't even open their mouths online because it just leads to dickheads that point and stuff out and so on. But uh, uh, I can hear at- Joe Bradley on All-Ireland final day now. The Mayo lads with their TikToks and their bleached hair. Yeah, <laughs> he's a great head of hair. In fairness to him, fair play to him. It's he great. Looks, to see. He looks. Th- he looks thirty. He looks about. I told Mrs. Ref the exact same thing because that lad was only playing under twenties this year. <laughs> what? She was absolutely amazed. I say she took heed to my right, like every other uh, woman did in, in Mayo yesterday. Um, between O'Hara so, now Mullen and the mall just, we're looking well we are the most without, without, without playing football we're definitely the most stylish now wait till Parsons gets back out there between the t- <laughs> between the tan <laughs> the long hair the top buns the beards and Parsons perm we have it all <laughs> McD McD oh, yeah. as well of course <laughs> I forgot about McD and in, sure. the home, and in the Mac at home watching on Zoom. <laughs> Diego. Well, thank God this is on Spotify, this is on Spotify anyway because uh, the looking down at the computer there now. You're lucky the wind, the light is coming in the window. I tweeted a picture of you into there to all the followers, all your fans. <laughs> Thanks, Ronan. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Another one then is how much will the fact that Tyrone Championship on Sunday week impact their team for this Sunday? We've talked about it already. And uh, you reckon the pressure's on them to, to, to yeah. uh, play as strong as 15? I don't know. I think they'll be uh, worrying about Donegal, personally. What? It's a great match to get a week beforehand, isn't it? Yeah, he but... He finds like, out yeah. about his team. Do you ever? Do, does anyone ever play their best fifteen the week for a championship match? Uh, given the season and the format of the season, I think so. Yeah. This season, yeah. 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 Suppose yeah, I, lack I, of football. Yeah, I think so. And not yeah. not answering a question with the, with the question, but I kind of am. Gary Owen McMahon in, or not Gary Owen McMahon? What's his name? Jerome. <laughs> Henry. What do you think Jerome. of that, lads? Oh, I don't know. There was definitely a Tyrone okay? player. 
Is he okay? <laughs> what did you say? Uh. Is he okay? It was a vicious assault. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it was a it was a it was enough rougher than seeing is it seeing Messi or Shay and Messi's and Aguero. It was oh, the yeah. same. But it, it, the thing about that is earlier on in the game, a Tyrone fella touched his arm as well, and he like pulled away and said, "No, you're not allowed to do that." So like, I think in a, in a COVID-free world, it wouldn't be such a big deal. But yeah, but it's not a rule. Like it's not a. And uh, he, had there, his, he had gloves on as well. There's something in there somewhere about contact and yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure, the Connolly like, got screwed for that years ago. Yeah, it's it's Carlo. It's, uh, it's terrible, like you know. Yeah. So he was he right to send him off? I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have said he was. You know, yeah. wasn't aggressive in any nature to me. But look, maybe he applied the. He'll get twelve weeks. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully he misses the match anyway on Sunday. Or Saturday. It's a Sunday, it is. And it's on G. Is it on GA Go, Enda? You'd be the man to know. Yes, it's on GA Go. Every so, match is available on GA Go. So you're telling me I have to buy a VPN uh, for another country? No, I'm not telling you anything about <laughs> VPNs. I'm What's the VPN you, you use, Enda? It's available to buy for an Irish customer for a fiver without any VPN. But. Uh, but uh, oh, are you sure you're? Are you sure about the Irish thing? Unless it's televised live, as far as I know, I'm okay. not sure about uh, the first because people are like they just announced it there about a half an hour ago or 45 minutes ago that it's going to be deferred on TG Car, and people are fucking losing their mind about it on Facebook <laughs> and Twitter about how they don't, uh, how they're not showing it and stuff because it's rare a Mayo match isn't on TV last. Was it last year against Jerry or Down? Wasn't on TV. And mm. I got a, a stern warning from the GEA about when I streamed it on Instagram Live. They told me that there'd be legal action if I do that again. So I definitely won't be doing that. And just um, check here, GEA, go while you're talking, lads. Come on, come on. Did you see anything online yet, Ref? Are we, is it all systems go or are we on the old tweet? For the, the GEA, I'm just checking it now, actually. Um, mm. The GA have tweeted something there about 9-11 or not 9-11 about Bloody Sunday sorry reading the grand tweet <laughs> Jesus Christ apologies um, <laughs> nine cases no no there's nothing it's all out uh, they've just announced that there's another thousand cases Diego um, haven't put up their fixtures yet for next week no there's something going on is there or I, just I, let people know just looking ahead, lads, to Tyrone coming into my head as well. And I know they're not a one-trick pony, but your man is a big player when he's already since he's come back. McKenna, he's a powerhouse. Oh yeah. Like we, I, I, it's a matchup that. Well, I'd ask you, who would you, who do you put on him in the, If he's at six or three, wherever he is, you, you probably have someone in mind from right now, don't you? You have to. He started centre forward and he went yeah. full forward last year. Ah, I think if he goes to full forward, you put probably Keegan on him, and if he's at centre forward. Whoever we have at centre back, uh, James seems to have great faith in Stephen Cohen, so I'd say he'd have no problem putting him on him. He's a power. Yeah. He's awful, awful, awful strong. Awful. Did you see the? Did you Shoulder. see the hit on oh, him and Murphy? Oh, it was. Yeah. It's. I must have watched it twenty times. It's uh, absolutely do your, fabulous. Do your hair good looking at them? Wouldn't it? And uh, Murphy is 
Murphy well able to take it too, like and considering he's uh, been in a professional environment for so long. But so is Murphy. Murphy's as good as a professional um, mm. athlete, I think, at this stage of the game because I'm sure he he doesn't uh, he doesn't spare on doing anything. In fairness, mm. will there be a better goal scored this year than Heather Morgan's goal yesterday? Oh. I don't know. Great, great bit of balance and great bit of everything. Oh, yeah. And it, into the roof of the net, like it was ever, the goal had no chance. It was rising as it left his boot. Mighty, mighty strike. Mighty, mighty goal. And he sent three of them the wrong way with the side yeah. stiff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He hung them out. Uh, well, this is a good question from JP Coran. Is Mayo's style of play any different to 11, 12, 13, 14? Huge similarities in terms of it's, it's Ryan the ball. Gung Ho yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, carrying the ball. Maybe with, he had no shade. He had no shade. Full forward is a difference. He gives you that option of the target man and the diagonal ball. Then yeah. now they have a theme a bit of a hybrid now. All right, in fairness, mm-hmm. um, a lot more mobile around the middle. More emphasis on pace, I think, than there was before. I think Mayo in 11, 12, 13, and fourteen were just fitter than everyone else. Had, it was a massive part of it. Box like Vaughan. Um, coming running at teams, teams didn't know what to do. Like, Mayo were well prepared physically in 11, 12, 13, 14, and they were just running at teams. And then it got to the point that they were just being pulled down around the around the 21. And the likes of O'Connor was chapping over freezing. There was a massive part of Mayo's game plan back then. Yeah. Just when you say that, ref, still no left footed free taker. Oh, O'Connor took two, one. I think he took two yesterday with the left. He got one and there was one effort. That he dropped short in the, f- the second half. Did he drop yeah. that? There was the one wide as well at the very end of the at first very, half. Yeah, it's a problem because the the good teams, the Dublins, the Kerrys, will foul us purposely on that side knowing we've known to kick the freeze. Yeah, that's a massive problem. I never thought about that. We still don't have a... And, and that was a big thing before the lockdown. Yeah, we need oh, to adjust. Uh, yeah. Well, like he, he, I don't recall him taking that many off his uh, off his left. Who was who was all sitting? With O'Connor, uh, Kevin, Kevin McLaughlin, talk some before him in the valley. Talk some. We we've had no left-footed free taker for years, really. The top yeah. freeze with his club. Yeah, did you see um, what you call him? Archer for Dublin under twenties. He yeah. takes them on. He could take them on the right, yeah, yeah, on the left with the left. Dodgy mm. enough, dodgy enough. The way he punts at them. Um, Payne has a comment in persisted O'Shea at fourteen. We've that covered. Did the price of diesel go up in Apple Green? I don't know. We're not in Apple Green anymore. We're just gone digital. This is the first time we've gone digital. Great facility to have. Thanks Did the for price our... of chocolate go up, ref? <laughs> yeah, did yeah. That's why I moved into digital. It saves us, uh, saves time anyway. Are we as good going forward, albeit against disjoint and poor Galway side? Should we not be concerned that we conceded 17 points plus seven or eight wides against a Galway attack that didn't have Comer or Welsh? We covered that as well. Um, I think the I think a massive part of us feeling so good was the fact that the football is back in Mayo one. To be honest. But it was a great performance. Well, uh, yeah, but even down. the nature of the win, in compared to when you watch the second game, it was so systematic and so lateral, back and over. We weren't. Our game was fucking direct, gung-ho yeah. stuff and checking it easy on the eye. I think we all enjoyed that. 
No. Actually, we have Our a few... club championship was a lot like that, in fairness, as well. Yeah, I'm just trying to look through this. You know how we set up that WhatsApp group for stuff that would be handy to find? I can't find it now. So we're lucky enough to get a few words from James Horn. Colm Gannon was uh, generous enough to share them with us um, from the Mayo Advertiser. So we'll just play that now. We had a couple of technical difficulties there. So uh, hopefully this works out. Yeah. Um, great, great energy and great enthusiasm by the by the team. Um, you know, I said, I said before the game that they were looking forward to play and they played that way, you know, so so looking very happy with, with, with that aspect of it. So, so yeah, good, good win. Yeah, um, with five 121s on there and we brought on two more. Um, so a lot of the young players that have come through have been uh, are really talented. You know, we have Tommy Conway and obviously Oshin as well that made debuts earlier on. And, but Mark is, as he has been for, for, for Westport all season, he's been very comfortable. Side of player, so it did extremely well today. Um, oh, I think once the game, it's, it's a bit weird when you arrive, but I think when the game gets going, it's 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 uh, it was still noisy down where I was anyway, so, so uh, it was fine. I think when the game gets going, it, it sort of diminishes a bit, yeah. And I, I know you won't believe me, but we we didn't, we haven't looked at tables or scores or or anything, we're just trying to bring as much energy as we could to the game and then the training session. And, um, just play together, play together, you know. And I, th- I think we did that today, and, and we'll um, we'll set set down for for Tuesday and train again Tuesday and try and try and build it on. Uh, I think our, our I, I think our teamwork was very good today. Um, you know, looking to try and give the give the right ball at the right time. Um, good support lines. Um, we dropped it a bit at the start of the second half. I think we should just held on to the ball a bit too long. But I think when we were moving the ball and and, and our energy side, I thought we were very very good. Um, and as I said, I, I, I do think our young players are there's there's a lot of quality there. You know, they're very good ball winners, and um, they're certainly adding to add to the mix. I, I I I don't know. I was confident up to a few days ago. Um, I, 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 I I don't know. You know, sure we, I think there's a meeting tomorrow. But you know, look at it. It's, it's the players are providing a lot of entertainment out there. But we need to think of the players as well. Um, you know their their families and loved ones as well. So so look what, what whatever the advice is tomorrow. We'll, 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 we'll. Yeah, I, 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 it's hard. It's, it's so hard to know. I don't know. And I, I don't know if the GA teams live in bubbles. They're all going home to family and to work tomorrow. You know, so it's it's a bit different to 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 maybe professional teams. So so there is that to be factored in. But there's a lot of controls in place. And you could see it here today. You know, and it's doing everything humanly possible. So so hopefully that is enough. But but I I, I, yeah, I think so. You know. Um, that'll be my go now, too. Yeah, that that if it doesn't if it doesn't go ahead, that it won't be this year, is it? That third, yeah. Third, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, even if we would put it back to January, February. Yeah. Is there any point to it? I, I I don't know. And then what does that do to next year's championship? Will there be two championships next year almost? You know, and and, and everything that goes with that. So uh, it's so hard to know. It's so hard to know. And and you know, we we've, we've trained since we've been back after the clubs, and we're basically taking it. And we don't even talk or look. We're just taking it one session at a time. I know it's classic, but this season of Bovini, you just got to be thankful for the session you have and really try and nail that session. And if there's a game of the weekend, great. If not, we, we, we move on, you know. Yeah, so that's the few words there from uh, James Horn. Didn't realise he starts every answer with, yeah. <laughs> He's the master now. I think he, he sets the standard since Jim Gavin is gone for talking. And not saying anything at all. I think 
that's a serious strong point you could just throw out the lines and then he uses the cliche of the cliche by saying oh uh, you know it might sound like a cliche but like that's the the double down on the cliche uh, yeah. is is Horan's go to now it's, it's quality it doesn't sound too positive in general does he about intercabal progressing but I think he never does so I, I think know. it will I think it will um, no, he doesn't want to give anything away. I'd say if he could get away with it, he wouldn't do them interviews at all. Yeah, a lot of them does a waste of time anyway. Yeah, jo- Joyce's was Joyce's was actually good. I listened to Joyce's after the game. It was kind. Of... Yeah, but I think Joyce had to show some sort of a yeah. a reaction. There's a lot of goal of people, I'm sure, that were waiting to listen to that, and they were waiting to hear what he says. Like, so you're, you're... he took responsibility too. Was he uh, took it on the chin? Which was interesting. That's why yeah. I was tweeted. I was like, "No, Joyce interview." I'd be interested to hear what he made of it. But Indy uh, reckons he uh, put out the dummy team because he just want any pressure on him. A team of non-triers, Indy. I won't forget that. The goal, we won't forget that either. <laughs> All we'll the goal on a final day, Ronan. <laughs> <laughs> they have to beat Sligo first. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, it's very hard to beat the same team twice in the one year. Look at the Mayo Club Championship, Ballina, Knockmore, Brafey, Westport. In in every sport, it's the same. The psychological yeah. edge you have if you lose the first day is huge. Revenge in the GA is a massive. Uh, yeah, it's a massive uh, advantage to have, or it's, you know, it is a big thing that you do get turned over. I, I agree with you. If we get over Roscommon, can you imagine before the match to be all talking about the league game and tune when Mayo hammered goal? Yeah, P- pinning it up on the dressing room wall, bollocks. But but I but jeez, I pray to God, I pray to God we do beat Roscommon because we'll have to go underground for a month if they turn us over again. Oh jeez, don't even go there. Yeah, there'll be a lot of people on to me on Instagram about it anyway. I can tell you that because I got a lot of very disgruntled messages of Roscommon fans for the stunt I pulled with the video. I don't know. Did you see it, Enda? I seen you getting the abuse. Yeah, I put up the I put up the video of Mick's day. You know they done that documentary with the father of the oh, team, yeah, yeah. and it was just like uh, coming soon. And then I put up the score after the drawn game or the replay, where Mayo hammered Roscommon. Got a fair reaction off of a few Roscommon people now about that, but that's part of the game, isn't it? What did you think of Mick's day's comments last night about Aidan O'Shea being unmarkable? Did he watch the Mayo Club Championship? I <laughs> know uh, he did say oh, no. at times we're all remarkable at times we all have a good day okay. when he plays well he's he's brilliant but if he goes missing it's a disaster because everyone points it out yeah yeah. there's an awful lot of pressure on him uh, an awful lot of pressure on him we've said it before I think he enjoys it. it though I think he enjoys it well he likes the pressure yeah I think he does I don't know about that now, but look at that's maybe for another podcast. Yeah. Um, any other news, lads? I haven't seen you in a while, and I won't see you now with the way the lockdown has gone. Uh, just there, I was telling you, I bought uh, four minor championship games for twenty quid, and uh, after Connacht Council or Connacht GA, great. Yeah, Valley. so it, it's just been announced, and uh, just to let the people know that they are streaming the Connacht minor championship games. Uh, and it's twenty euro for the four games. Is it four games? Yeah. And what's four, a, what is it for a single? 
think it's seven fifty. I didn't even look at I'll go in here now and check, but I bought the four. Such a fucker. Oh, you bought the twenty just so you get the for for, for a fiver a piece. It's classic you. Well, uh, it, what county are you from again? <laughs> <laughs> well, they better, they better. I'm not ordering anyone. They should play the games in the dome and stream them because you'd get, you'd easily get a thousand people that'll pay the fiver to watch the first ever indoor GEA match. Am I right? Am I right? Am I wrong? Yeah, first ever. I'd love to see it. It'd be just, just to see what's the. How the fuck it looks and everything like, you know. You've seen, uh, there's a hurling game on the main pitch there. The stand, they're showing photos of the stand and that. It looks great, the little mini stand as we nearly call it. The seating area, it looks class. It does look very professional, right, in fairness. It has everything now. It is a serious facility. Yeah, it's ready for, it's ready for slain, for, to go did, for slain, Did you hear about, uh, did you see the interview with the Leitrim County Chairman? Um, Enda Stenson. Is that his name? How we, see how, did you hear how he pr- pronounced Bacon? Did you end up? No? I didn't no. hear. I Bacon. read Bacon. Bacon, he said, he oh. called it. And I was like, are we home pronouncing it wrong? The home of her. The home of Leitrim Hurling now. Mm-hmm. They lost. Sligo bet them. So I thought Sligo should be beating Leitrim Hurling, surely. I, I'm just looking here at a tweet by Kevin Cassidy. Right, regardless of what happens today, Governor need need to make the right call here and appoint at Conmore to chairperson of the Netflix committee. <laughs> Every gym in the country will stay open. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he might get a. It, it, funnier things have happened in politics. He might come home yet and run. Mm-hmm. If if you want Maria Welch can get in, there's no reason why Conor Mortimer can't get in. Mm-hmm. Um, Check that po- uh, that WhatsApp group now. Is there anything we've left out of the prices for? What are they for the? The next match round the weekend, of the uh, Mayo four to six, Tyrone six to four. So they're betting it tight. That's a one point handicap. So uh, who are you going for, Enda? Uh, I think it's set up for the ambush. The Mayo, the Mayo ambush, yeah. No, Tyrone ambush. I'm afraid. Right. Uh, I can I, see why you'd say it's set up, but Mayo should be very careful not to let that happen. But I can see what you're saying. Yeah, Galway um, two to one against Dublin. Yesterday's score was the highest in the league for Mayo since 1949. I thought you were going to say 1951, and I'd gone. Oh, I was a good. Oh, that's that's what the other Charles man. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say if you had said that, you can't see it, but Ronan, you can see the back, of, the front of Ronan's house, the window. Do you just see John Casey's head popping in the window and go? 1951, did someone say? <laughs> Uh, yeah. So that's it now, I think. Just on the games of the weekend. Oh, Amy McGee, just in the games of the weekend, am I the only person who feels the offensive mark has added to Gaelic football? I don't think anyone's talking about it anymore. And Mark Moran um, forgot you have to raise your arm. And it happened to a couple of club players as well during the year. He heard the whistle blow, blow and thought he had the mark, but you have to uh, raise your arm. Um, do you think that the mark has added to Gaelic football? I think it has. I think it's sped it up. Uh, I'm not a con. I'm not a fan. I don't think. No. No. It's, it's, like, it's just, there's too much. Oh, I don't know. I think if if you brought it into the twenty one, yeah, it's, it would be a good. Abel Shea could have claimed the mark there at one stage, but he went for the goal. 
No yeah, one has no one has claimed a mark around the square. Mm. Yes. Have I you noticed? have an issue with these little 20-yard punts are, that just is bread and butter for most players and they're getting rewarded for. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The, shit, the shite hawks are doing that now and it's working for them in fairness. Yeah. Uh, but that's what people do. People look at the rules and they'll uh, adjust their game or whatever and to get that extra bit out of them. It's up to the, the rule makers to get rid of that. Mm. But that's why if you had it in the 21, the 45... Uh, you, you, the only way you get the mark is by the pump. Pump it in diagonally. So who, or maybe... who, who yesterday was Mio's best three players, lads? Well, four of them made team of the week. Was it four? Three. Three. Four. 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 Yeah. Mullen, Durkin, Aiden. Shea and Moran. Moran, yeah. Who was Mayo's best three? Uh, Mullen. More than O'Shea, and I actually think Paddy Durkin was our man of the match. Oh, spicy! I do. Yeah. I, do. I just you do a horn for Paddy, have you? I think it was. I just think he was brilliant yesterday, and I thought he actually was off the boil a bit for the last while, but I thought he was brilliant yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was chatting to Mayo Martin today. He reckoned that Paddy Durkin was exceptional today. Mm. Yeah. Who slipped down the pecking order yesterday? Good question. Good question, Inda. Well, everyone that didn't start. I McDonough. think Fionn McDonough and Darren Cohen. Yeah. I'd say Darren Cohen as well, yeah. Not so much Fionn. I think he'd, he'd be okay. Darren but, needs to be kicking yeah. them ones. Mm. Needs to be. But is, was Darren Cohen doing so well because Mayo were so flat and ponderous that they needed someone to on the loop to kick the 30-yard score, the 40-yard score? It suited him that game. Does this uh, direct attack and running game and probably maybe not the diagonal balls, but the other aspects of Mayo's game, does that suit Darren Cohen now? Again, it could be horses for courses. Someone like yeah. Darren Cohen might be very useful next weekend. It could be a lot tighter. Yeah, won't be, big won't boost. Be the space to run. Connor Loftus had a good long-range effort in fairness the very first kick of the game, hadn't he? Yeah, Conor has done well in general play, but I just don't think he's a midfielder. I thought another man that might have slipped down the rankings, and it's hard to blame him, or hard to be true critical for a couple of minutes he played, but Jordan Flynn, thought he came in and was, tried to bulldoze his way through a few bucks and nearly, mm. nearly tried too hard to have an impact on a game that was a... That was, it, was, it was over at that stage. It was over, yeah. Bracket. So it's hard for him to come in and do the right thing, but I think he needed to do a few more things simple rather than... Went into contact and doing a few things like that, but look, yeah, that's been the handbrake was up too, I suppose. Yeah, um, I'll just he's obviously held in high regard because he's to be coming on the field there. Well, him and it was in the him and Conor Loftus that were playing at midfield for Mm. Cross Malina, so they didn't stand out too much. In fairness, Aidan O'Shea is nominated for Player of the Week on the GEA uh, official GEA page. You've seen that. Aidan O'Shea, Dean Rock, and who's the other one? A few hurlers there. I'm not going to talk Ryan McHugh. So, Martin yeah. Moran gets the man of the match. Paddy Durkin gets the man of the match in your eyes, and Aidan O'Shea is in player of the week. But they're all and three it, very marketable footballers. Yeah, and Ryan McHugh, Ryan McHugh will win it because Donegal have most people on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Mayo are going to win. I'm Aidan O'Shea. How much you bet? Uh, whatever you want, because any time a Donegal player went against the Mayo player in the last couple of years, since they changed from a Twitter vote to Instagram vote, the Donegal player won. Donegal like Instagram. 
I'll put 10 around with you. That Aidan That's O'Shea all. That bet is accepted. I'm going straight to Instagram now. Please vote Please. for Aidan O'Shea. <laughs> <laughs> this is a test of your following, RF. Yeah. No, I think they will. I think uh, I think Aidan will get it because he's... Marketable. Marketable, yeah. But we'll see. Well, it should be Dublin. It should be Dean Rock by right with the population that they have. It's a fucking joke, I think, anyway. It's just a good way to advertise the players. Uh, anything else now up for discussion before we end this groundbreaking new podcast that we're doing? Uh, that we had a bit of a hiccup with. Was, uh, we did. Roland's power went. My power um, went. I think it was apparently. the kittle. It was actually a, a trip switch. I think the kittle. A bo- was, Jerry, was Jerry making a cup of tea? No, it was a bit like Father Ted. Someone tried to, to, try to boil an empty kittle. <laughs> <laughs> and end up like Father Bigley. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, you will in the in the middle. I don't know how it's going to come out, but anyway, we'll work. We'll work. It, it doesn't matter. I don't think anyone's listening. Amateur hour anyway, so it's no problem. No one's listening to this looking for top editing or production quality. I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, but I think that's it, lads. Is it anything you want to get no gin before we wrap her up? No, we'll probably uh, next week to wrap up. In to stay on the line afterwards, will you? To talk about that VPN and how to set it up. No, Actually, you could do a lot of Mayo people a lot of favours. Um, will we get in bother for telling people how to do this? No, so no, basically, no, no, Enda has this thing called a VPN, and no. you are able to. That's like that's like a GA Go. You have to pay extra for that. That's the. <laughs> the premium. That's the premium. premium RF that's, that's that's on the fans only account or only fans. Yeah. The day you have an OnlyFans account, God help the women of the country. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, we'll see. We'll Wrap see it up, about... lads. Yeah, VPN. Yeah. yeah. Sound. Job right. done. Um, lads, thanks for uh, coming on board, Roland, for directing the stuff, and uh, Enda for your knowledge as always. So um, thanks for listening, and look at you laughing on the screen. <laughs> Good luck and uh, God bless and uh, keep the faith. Lads. Up Kevin. Up Gary Moore. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Bye bye bye.